real quick for the holiday season, what are your what are like your family's three holiday movies that you normally watch every year? We can go one around. I'll do one of mine is Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's a good one. Cat. Um, I always watch While You Were Sleeping, the rom com with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, so funny you should mention that. We just released that episode. Exactly. Oh my god, that's so crazy. You guys should go um, listen to it. Or, like, if you want. Um, I have always, always watch, um, the, which is the one, it's National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Classic. Yep, that's, one of, that's, that's, that's one of mine. Um, I also watch Elf all the time. Katie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I watch Last Holiday. <laughs> yeah. Another rom-com. Last Holiday. Mm-hmm. The Holiday. Molly. Is one that I watch every uh, year. The Holiday. The holiday. Or Love Actually. Interchangeable. Yeah. Same. Uh, a Christmas Story. Is another Whoa. one like with Ralphie. Oh, love that one. Even though there's a lot of scenes I can't watch because, like, the scene where the kid screams in terror when he gets his tongue stuck oh, in the yeah, pole. Oh yeah, no. Can't watch oh that. yeah, the way that or that when, tongue is stuck in that when, pole is a lot. And he's just blood curdling scream, yeah. like full force screaming in pain. It's not fun to watch. Or that scene when, like, the joke is that the mom beats the son over the phone. And you just hear the kid crying because please stop beating me, mother. Mm-hmm. But then boomers are like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> funny. They're like, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. It's 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 not funny because it's true. <laughs> um, Cutty, third. I don't know what other one, but I'm going to choose one for my boyfriend and he either watches Die Hard or Home Alone. Uh, Yeah. What a dude. So there I mean, we go. Yeah, right? Home Alone 2, right? Yeah. He normally watches Home Alone. This year, he was like, this year, I'm watching Home Alone 2. I'm Good like, for him. Lost in New York? <laughs> I my fun superior my, one? I, I don't think that's a controversial opinion to say that Home Alone 2 is a superior Home Alone out of the franchise. What? And by the way, Amy and I, back in the days of DVDs, we had bought a DVD copy of this movie. And it was a Canadian copy. So it had the English title and the French title. And in Ooh. English, it's obviously Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. In mm. French, the translation is um, Home Alone 2. Maman, <laughs> j'ai perdu l'avion et je suis... No. Maman, j'ai raté l'avion et je suis perdu en New York. Which is basically, Mom, I missed the plane and I'm lost in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Total mouthful. Not a direct translation at all. <laughs> But that's my fun fact. About it's something like Kevin, Kevin McAllister's holding a cigarette when he yeah. says that. Mama, I am used to air apart. So I lost in the air. He's calling from like a payphone. Mother, I am lost in the absurdity of <laughs> Molly, what was your third one? Did you say it? Uh, oh, yeah. Holy Muppet Molly. Christmas Carol. Easily. Mm. Every New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah. Or Christmas Eve. I have a uh, when I was, it was I have a quick thing to say about the Muppet Christmas Carol because I watched it for the first time a couple days ago, but when I was it, it did feel weird because I had to work one day at my mom's at my mom's house when I was up there for Christmas and it is a weird feeling working in at watch like working on porn mm. in your mom's base because I was just in the basement approving gaping femboy compilations yep. while my parents were watching Christmas movies upstairs <laughs> I've never felt like more of a goblin I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, someone but comes down to the bottom of the stairs and just throws you a couple biscuits and then runs up back up. Mountain Dew, lucky day. But um, the Muppet Christmas Carol. What I wasn't ready for. The most terrifying fucking 
puppet effect in the world, the ghost of Christmas past in oh, that movie. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Why couldn't that have just been Miss Piggy? I have to look that up. Why was it a monster demon? Bro. It was terrifying. I, I was desensitized to how creepy it is because, wait, you said past, right? So like yes. the little floating Victorian child baby? Yes. Yeah, Kelly, <gasps> looking it up. What the fuck it's was scary, that? right? So I, and she, <gasps> she's like, I'm the, Ew, I'm well, the ghost of Christmas past. And it's oh, actually like, like the tiny creepiest little voice. And she's floating like, you know what my theory is? You're not going to like this. What? My theory, no. I, I always look at her and I always thought to myself, this is the ghost of a little girl who drowned. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, yeah. Well, Saku- it's really, like, Sakura. Some, as far as effects go, Samira. it's really cool because that's how they filmed it. They filmed the, the puppet in water. So cool. So it's like the, so that's like the, the ghostly effect. But it's terrifying. it's really yeah it's really like... it's really unsettling and then you get the ghost of Christmas present oh 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 who's just this big jolly man Metro man he's the best he's no, like so bad. bright and happy and big and then you get na 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 the ghost of Christmas future which is basically just a grim reaper so it's like <laughs> but like you're mentally it was like a shit sandwich for that. <laughs> this just, is so scary like, this, yeah. With the Grim Reaper, you, everyone knows that that's how it, it ends with, yeah. the ghost, with the Grim Reaper, and and that's not the. But the fucking drowned dead baby <laughs> Muppet, get the fuck yeah, out of here! Yeah, I mean they never Did, even imply that that's the case. But even as a child, I remember watching it and being like, "Oh, that's a baby who died." Yeah, fun, fun. for the whole family, <laughs> and just the creepiest fun. eyes. Fun. Yeah, I yeah. had to close. About I had to. It. I went to images and the one image I saw, I didn't. I got goosebumps from. Yeah. There are like folk stories in Filipino culture about ghosts like that. I don't like that. Is it? No, thanks. I, okay. You got to tell me whatever that story is later because I I love culture specific ghost stories. Mm -hmm. I think I'll do them one time. H, yes. Mm hmm. But it's You guys have heard of um, La Llorona? The like. Yeah, that, La Llorona, she she had a she had a she blew up lately. The past like eight years, there's been like ten La La Llorona. Can you say it again? Well, now I'm La Llorona. Llorona. La Llorona. What's that? There's been you like. You know what? Ten, Let me look it up so I'm not being disrespectful. In the mean, the, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Well, to be fair, she, she killed her kids. That's pretty disrespectful <laughs> to her. Um. In the meantime, while uh, Molly is looking that up, if it you haven't Llorona. figured out who's here, yeah, audience or dance. It is Molly from the VomCom podcast about it's romantic me. comedies yeah. that we love to hate and hate to love. So happy holidays. Uh, happy almost New Year. I guess a happy New Year by the time you're reading this. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of You Should Check Out Podcast, the podcast you should check out. As always, I'm Jason Hool, and with me is... Catherine Ramachandran. Why I waved, I don't and, know. <laughs> Sorry. And of course, and, and I guess uh, Molly got top billing. Yeah. Because I realized she, so we just fair. like got her in there. We were just talking, and like I'm sure people know she's been in here like a thousand times now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, I have my loyal fans who will come listen to this episode just for me, of course. <laughs> Amazing. It's fan behavior. <laughs> so, what is La Yorona again? It's the 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 woman. I can't remember what started what what made her snap, but I think she got cheated on. But uh, the whole thing, or she maybe got abandoned by her husband. But the point, she's the ghost. Uh, she's a ghost lady, and she killed her kids. Uh, and then she's so it. full of dread. Oh, that she's oh a the ghost classic. Now. Oh, classic. 
classic tale. Yeah, she drowned her kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the very one first of episodes one of Supernatural of was about yes. that. Yeah. I I only watched, I think I watched like the first, again, I have so many brief, like, I watched three episodes of something because of like a girl I liked at mm-hmm. the time. And Supernatural is, I think for 300 million guys, they've watched like three episodes of Supernatural because they like a girl. Three and a half because the fourth one they'd be, they'd start like. <laughs> so, so like are you still I, watching i, I, I pay <laughs> me and Can someone's daughter <laughs> yeah. yeah cool what else that's it enough yeah I'm we're, we're just kind of i don't know but you guys i am haggard from the holidays a little bit and i like <sighs> i love like i love my family i couldn't have like a easier family to be with but i'm still busted <laughs> isn't busted. that weird yeah, like, my family didn't put a lot of demands on me, but I'm just so tired. There's a lot I going on, just, guys. Yeah. In the world. I think I'm, I'm Girl, you right. I'm a weak person. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, truly, if everything was happy-go-lucky, there was not a fucking global pandemic. Yeah. Like, 4.0 happening right now. And the economy and mm-hmm. every other reason for us to be stressed in our jobs mm-hmm. and whatever, I think we would have a little bit more... <laughs> holiday spirit this holiday was like if my chemical romance wrote christmas <laughs> mm. Mm. lots of staring outside of windows and gray tones yeah. gray blacks and reds yeah i'm trying to think if i have anything worthwhile to say i think you i think you did you were very fired up about that muppet baby muppet ghost baby Haunting. terrible yeah we can just get into it we have three topics to get it to yeah, might as, well, might as well get into it. Mine's, mine's going to be mine's gonna be brief, but spicy. That's, a, that's what we were saying when you were away. <laughs> Milk, milky. Uh, uh, Milk spice. Jason, you're really that's, in the you're same gonna breath. You're going to serve us up like, a nice cup of posset. What is posset? Spiced milk. Hello. It's like Hello. Edwardian. It's an Edwardian English uh, beverage. Spiced milk? I thought that was going to be more of like, I thought that would land better. Did you, did you just try to white bond with me? <laughs> did you just try to like bond with your fellow Caucasian? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> just because we're a bunch of pink milk drinkers. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was an olive branch extended towards me that I did not pick up. The milky, milky olive branch. <laughs> just drenched in milk That's I feel like all of these metaphors are just so yucky right now Jason yeah. get into your topic I feel like you should lead <laughs> I can go first I don't even remember my own fucking podcast <laughs> but first I'm gonna ext- I'm gonna extend an olive branch to oh, Molly have you ever had cheese whiz cracker on crackers and then seltzer water is this an inside joke no it's a white joke so- crackers <laughs> oh no, che- get out of here <laughs> Molly, cheese whiz. Kick her out of, kick her out of the Zoom call. <laughs> no, please, moderator. <laughs> cheese whiz on okay. any cracker or a Ritz cracker. Not Ritz. Love a Ritz Sorry. cracker. Too much spice. Wait, what's it, that? it's too fancy. Oh. Che- cheese whiz can't go on a nice cracker. Cheese whiz can't go on on anything. Cheese Are whiz, you talking about the cheese no, no, whiz and ahead, KFC? Mom. Are the two foods that immediately make me wretch? Oh, oh I thought yeah. you were gonna say are the two foods that I can yeah. get behind. I'm like, huh? <laughs> You're about to have words <laughs> yeah. with me after the show. <laughs> During, I want everyone to be witness to this. You're like, we need to talk about this. No, you just you covertly hand me a copy of Five Ingredients by Jamie Oliver. 
That is on brand for me. Jason, do you mean like the jar of cheese whiz or do you mean spray? Yeah. Okay. I don't think Canadians have spray cheese. Yeah, right? We don't. That's an American thing. I've never seen spray cheese. It's very much just That's American. an American luxury. Just, they love. Aerosolized you know what, you know what I can talk? Um, when I was looking today, I was trying to find inspiration for what to do a, a topic on today. So I was just going on random Reddit deep dives. I decided not to do it. But I, I gotta send you screenshots later. I I was looking on r slash meth, as one does, <laughs> and it is weird. I um I'll do this. Will be a bonus. You should check mm. out r slash meth. It's like a lot, and like it's a very diverse cast of kooky characters there. <laughs> and there's uh, there's another one. If I can remember what it is, there's another one just called Watch Me Do Meth or something. No. Where it's just it's just there's this one lady. Just Twitter. She posted. She was like, she was like. <laughs> She was like in her fifties. Seems like a nice mom. And then she posted on Reddit her smoking meth. And then the the title was just like, "Don't laugh, it's my first time." It's like, what the fuck are you talking? No one's gonna laugh at you for this reason. Oh my god! For, being, for you not being good yeah, for at not it. for not knowing how to do meth for your first time. No. And the comments are so good because the first twenty comments are just high gibberish. It's just a lot of like nonsensical rapid comments. Wait, so people go do math and then go on Reddit. Yes, Jesus. And then you know you're a a Thursday um, night. Yeah, you know, put the kids to bed, eat your lasagna, meth, (laughs) meth Reddit, and then the comments got so immediately hard horny. And just, uh, just a lot of just like, like, hey, mama, I love you. I'll smoke. Like, oh. Let's smoke together. I love you, baby. And then she's, she was, she was high as fuck, so she was kind of going with it. Weird. I don't like that. And then, and then I followed that. Then there's also just like, um, wait, slow down. Then, you then, follow it? No, 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 I was following the. Oh, I thought you meant of, like you, of, you of, subscribed of, somehow to that of, thread to get updates and stuff. I'm right. <laughs> and then, and then I followed it to be like. Uh, then there's just like, are it's like horny meth reddit there's like a uh where people get very horny on on meth and then the top pin on on reddit on the horny meth reddit is there's too many dick pics it's and it's not like it's not they're not allowed it's just the moderator on uh, on the subreddit is bemoaning the fact there's not enough chicks It's just there's too many. It's just a sausage fest, and that's the problem. It's not that there are pictures of dicks. It's just that proportionally, he wished that there was more boobies. Guys, listen. You can be in this group. I'm not going to kick anybody out, but everyone has to bring at least two female friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everyone has to bring two hot. It's ladies' night in the r slash horny meth thread. If you. Log in before 11. Ladies are get in for free. Only mm-hmm. one boob pick required. <laughs> Just one side of the boob, one boob. Deal. Yeah. And then Low cost I end up I end up following I end up following that subreddit to another one where it's like, because um, like one of the rules of the subreddit is like, guys, this isn't for meeting up or finding drugs. It's just for being horny. <laughs> if you want to meet up, you could try this subreddit. So of course, like, oh my god, and it's just an ocean of just dudes just looking to get, get looking to looking to get their dick sucked while high and by anyone anyone Aww, and inclusive. one of the comments was was, was was literally just like can someone please come and shoot me up i'm so high my arms are all fucked up i'll make it worth your while that... and it's like how one upvote i don't one know one upvote which is probably him but Jay- sorry that's not even my that's not even my topic jason but I, that's just 
I am. I'm trying to imagine what your FBI agent goes through compared to what my FBI agent goes through based on our internet. You're a cake. Yeah, my guy is like, I'm on vacation every day. She puts private mode for. She puts on private mode for herself. She doesn't share her devices. Like, oh no, Grandma Chandran is getting a little bit too indulgent on Etsy today. Oh my god, yeah. She's like, oh, how many more pumpkin recipes can you save, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's very funny. Mm, Can I, Jason, you know the the screenshot of the title you sent me like a couple of days ago, yesterday? Oh, I love it. Can I read it out loud? Yeah, please do. So for my job, I I don't find the videos necessarily funny anymore. Mm. I only find porn titles funny. Yeah. So whenever I find a good porn title, I send them to Kat. Yeah. So Molly, in keeping with the Christmas spirit, okay? Don't forget, Twinkly Lights. I would expect nothing less. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Jason sent me this yesterday, and I'm going to read it the way it's written, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're my stepbrother. Fuck my elf pussy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, written, the el- it's written the way I type, so, like, care is in capital letters. Yeah, it's the elves don't don't abide by our prudish incest laws. Fuck my elf. So <laughs> they're <laughs> elves. She was Only an elf. Her. Mm. Yes, because if I remember correctly, the scene was he did some weird porn step bro prank. I can't remember mm. what it was, and she got all mad. And then her prank back at him was pretending to be an elf and fucking him. Uh, Classic. Yeah. You really got him. Got him. Sis. Classic pranks. <laughs> Just for laughs, yes, gags. Uh, my, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> was this filmed in Montreal, Canada? Just pourir? Just pourir? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I love I loved that title. It's a that good was one. That's very funny. There's there's so many good titles. Yeah. But, but I think I I will get started. <laughs> so mine's gonna be about an anime. <gasps> Because I, 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 it was this one was a little bit last minute, but when I first moved to Montreal, I fell in love with this anime I watched with my best friend. Uh, it's the it's the volleyball sports anime. Mm-hmm. So I was so in love it in love with it, and it's this amazing wholesome story about boys supporting boys, and it's called High Q. And that's not the anime I'm going to talk about. The anime I'm going to talk about is called Keijo, and it's a show where girls fight each other with their boobs and butts to push themselves into water. <laughs> that is the show. Keijo. How do you spell it? Uh, you're going to love yeah. it. Okay. K-E-I-J-O, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Five? Five. Crazy. This is... Oh, wow. So such a good show. I I watched this with um with my best friend Swanky because I'd heard about it like five years ago before I was really into it. anime. It came out in 2016 and I wasn't in an anime at that point. So I saw this ludicrous, horny show and I was like, get this the fuck out of my face. Yeah. But this was in the summertime. Uh, I, had, I was with my friend and we were so hungover this one morning. Like, just stuck on the couch, can't move, hungover. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to watch something. So we chose this show. <laughs> and we watched every single episode of the first... It's probably about 16 episodes. We watched every single episode. And it turned into the greatest hangover show. 
And then we just decided to turn it into a party. And then we just started, we went through about four pictures of Sangria watching oh it. Oh my God. And we got blasted watching this show. I'm looking at some of the screenshots so, and finding them very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, can I just show you this one, for example? Yeah. Oh! That's, I have, um, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I, I stopped doing this because it, I wasn't doing it justice, but I started taking pictures so I can get quotes from the show. Mm. And want to know the, um, so Molly just sent a picture of a girl's face buried in another girl's body. Yeah, like with, with the like anime, like action lines, yeah. like, you know, the like, I will, I will explain it. Yeah. I will explain the show in a second. But the, the line that came up after that was, I can't believe you pulled back your jaw and slammed your face into my butt. <laughs> so the show is, it's called Keijo and it's a sports anime in a fantasy world where like the most famous sport is called Keijo and it's a sport that only women can compete in. Nice. Immediately. And it's, it's, um, it's the sport where these girls, they sit on this raft in a pool. It could be the the standard one, but it could be all kinds of things. It could be airplanes in a pool. It could be a jungle gym. It could be anything. (laughs) Yes. We love a theme. And the way they do, they have to, it's a battle sport where they have to battle each other using only their boobs and their butts to knock each other into the water or on the ground. And it is so fucking good. It's because what I love about this show, it is brilliant piece of satire, but also it's not because it's so funny. And the reason why it's so funny is because it takes itself so seriously. Mm. It's genuinely a very good anime with fun characters. And it hits, it kind of shows you how formulaic anime is Mm. a lot of the times because it hits every single standard beat. It's on written down, it's the most standard cookie cutter sports anime that's ever been. But it's so ludicrous with its boob and butt attacks. And they go crazy. They do like, as the show goes on, it's not just like, they're not just like touching each other's with their butts. They're killing each other. Not killing. Oh, okay. They're having like, they're having like Dragon Z level fights, Dragon Ball Z level fights, but with their boobs and their butts. And it is so fun to watch. And that's what I think. What I'm going to pitch you guys, what you can definitely watch to start the show. You can totally watch the first episode and it's a great introduction, obviously. (laughs) However, if you don't feel you have the time, just watch episode nine ruler of the jungle gym because it has i think it's the peak of the show where it has like uh after the girls they've leveled up and they they're really powerful now and then they go and it's, it's like a five versus five and it has highs and lows absurdity <laughs> visceral attacks so the show so, so is, it's like quickly get yes it, it's in, it's intense and serious like the actual gameplay oh yeah it's like they're fighting because that's what i like about it. it's it's a Combat. it's a the fights <laughs> The fights are really good. They're so fun, but they're also brutal and high energy. John and Wick. Wonderfully, wonderfully <laughs> animated. John Wick. It's um, uh, yeah, John Thick. <laughs> uh, John uh, Thick. The manga. The manga was written by this guy named Daichi Soriyami, and it was the anime studio is. As I come. I don't know why I never heard them before. They're called Zebek, or Zebek. Okay. I have never. They, I looked them up on Wikipedia. They've done like a hundred shows. Never heard of a single one of them. Wow. But their animation quality for Keijo is so good. It's wild how good it is. And uh, where do we go? Oh, so the 
the anime focuses around the main the main character is a girl who is they make I think the first thing she says in the anime is I am 18 years old. <laughs> good. Let's so get that's that good out to of know. Always identify I'm 18 years old. when you're above 18. <laughs> yeah, and her name is uh, Kamenashi Nozo- uh, Nozomi, and she is the spunky up and coming. Keijo uh, player. Oh. She wants to be the richest Keijo player in the world. She loves the sport, and she's going to do everything in her power to become the best. Oh my god, we love a rookie story. <sighs> we love a rookie story, and this is the best. Can I ask a genuine question? Do they yes. talk about what's the ideal physique for Keijo in this show? Because you could probably go a um, few different ways. Do you want a super strong is... player, or do you want... Oh. That is there. There is, there is some version. There, there, <laughs> uh, there's one like there's a couple plus size uh, girls. There's one. There, there's one who's just hugely jacked because they all have. Because you have you want there's qualities for all kind of butts and boobs. Mm. They're softer butts, harder butts. Well, bigger this is boobs, my main question: boobs. Is there like a nipples, hierarchy? Nipples come into play oh. once. Not not hierarchy. There's no butter boob that is hands down better. They all have their own okay. uses. So you, you how you want like a well-rounded team? Is that the idea? Pun intended. Yes, pretty much, pretty much. Um, Good job. So the way the anime works is like everything else. She gets accepted into her dream kaijo uh, keijo school, <laughs> and she does her training. She goes to class and she studies astronomy. Oh my god! And there's butt puns everywhere. And then she meets her her roommates, her gang of girls, her her squad. Mm-hmm. It's her. Her, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip on their names because I don't remember their names off the top of my head. She has her best friend who is, uh, gave up on her career as a judo fighter to pursue in Keijo, mm-hmm. and her dad does not approve. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's, uh, I'll talk about. that. Oh, it has bit. one of those. Then she, this is your dream, Dad. It's not my dream. Yes. Or oh, and, and then and then she because uh, she's like, but like I like I can be the best. Yeah, my Keijo. dream is to and, bounce that ass, Dad. Well, what is interesting about this show is obviously it's so sexual jerk-off bait, but it's also fun to watch. But in the universe of Keijo, it's not like a horny thing. Yeah, It's it's a well-respected sport, and it's not just everyone likes it. It's not just dudes jerking off. Yeah. And so the dad, when she quits judo, he's not like, no daughter of mine's going to play that whore sport. He's just like, no, but judo, you're so good at it. This sport will go nowhere. Yeah. And then he ends up watching her play it later, and he's like, "I was wrong. You are so good at oh this." Oh my god, heartfelt moments. But one of the moments—it's like a close-up of a side profile of him. You don't see his eyes in the shot; it's just the lower half of his face. And he goes, uh, 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 "I was wrong." I think, I think quite yeah. literally, Molly. Um, Molly, did you write this show? Then, I literally could write an anime. Just give me any premise. I could write you an anime on the spot. And I could tell you shot for shot what it would look like. And I haven't even seen that many. I was just really into Pokemon and card captors. Wow. Mm -hmm. I don't know shit. Oh, sorry. Uh, Anyway, sorry. Do you really? Ladies, you'll love this show. And then when they go, they start a training arc and they do, uh, like, uh, they go to the gym all the time. But they just do, like, butt-specific exercises. Yes, love that. Mm. So they just do butt figure eight squats or they just hold weights with their butts. (laughs) Or they push tires, yeah. Or they push tires with their butts or with their boobs to correct the the speed and their the boobs wow. speed and speed. Yeah, yeah. They push. They do so much and. Um, so your boobs are too fast, they, girl. They're out of, 
out of like you know like when your tires on your car are not properly aligned <laughs> you're going along the road and it's like and it's like dig, 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 on one side you're like playing yeah. keijo and then your boobs are not properly they haven't been like uh coagulated or something like they didn't get you didn't get the tune up and one of your boobs is just bouncing a little differently from the other and it's throwing off your game yeah, Man. yeah. you gotta go tune well, up these are these are all very real concerns in the world of keijo um, bro i'm telling you i wrote this <laughs> it's so this show is so good and then they start learning that uh in keijo there are three uh specific fields uh types uh types of keijo fighters there are outfighters which are the speed demons mm-hmm. they're as fast as you can be their their goal is get as many faster than the eye can see butt attacks at once <gasps> Then there are infighters who just use their just their raw boob and butt strength to force the opponent off the mm-hmm. ring. And then there are counterfighters who just use the momentum of their butts and their boobs to knock you out. Like they counter your momentum with Ooh, theirs. That sounds like martial arts. Yeah. It's it uh, is, what's the one? But with butts. It's like uh uh Brazilian <laughs> It's like Brazilian <laughs> Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Is it Brazilian Jiu Jitsu the one that basically you're just using the other your opponent's like weight against them and momentum? That could also be judo. Well Is it Capoeira? Capoeira? No, capoeira. That's like, that's like, you know how I know about Capoeira? That's like the dance fighting. Boss Burgers. Boss Burgers! Yeah, best episode. Yeah. Capoeira. <laughs> Uh, throughout the show, they start getting, um, like, you know, like, in anime, when you get, like, techniques and special mm-hmm. abilities. Mm. Level up. Now, yeah. I'm going to read some special abilities that they that the girls gain throughout the show. Uh, synesthesia, <gasps> which is just which is a callback to the last episode of You, you Should Check Out. very first last episode of You Should Check Out, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her ability is that if she tastes, if, if, she, if at any point she tastes her butt, she can see with her eyes where you're putting your energy oh so her God. goal is that she tastes so she she goes she doesn't like lick her ass but she'll go like i can taste your butt but it's not literally but she can yeah but she's like i can taste your butt i know all your attacks oh, it's like it's uh, like so um superpower is eating ass literally yep it's like uh, um is what is that <laughs> what is the the thing that dolphins have echolocation echolocation yeah but for butt specific stuff there's uh this was a band technique from the top the top player at um at the Keijo school that our main character attends she uses a band technique called titty hypnosis <gasps> where she will sway her her boobies in a specific way that all of her opponents will get mesmerized by her boobs and then she'll just knock them off the court wa- but that's a, a legal technique i want that how does she get away with it then she I'm well so far she i yeah yeah, it was well, that's that, that she said she she ended up losing that match because they're like get out you're not allowed to use that I want that power then there's the you have it already suction girl, exploding butt wave oh, really? my favorite um uh nipple full shoulder throw please explain she this one character she gets her nipples so hard because in the final battie this is also I should I'll go back this is the speed demon the judo girl whose father didn't approve of her playing Keijo. Mm. This is the game where he goes to, oh my God. and she uses her first special ability called K-Acceleration, mm-hmm. which is because she's an outfighter. She's the speed mm-hmm. demon. So what she does, she finds out she will give herself the biggest wedgie, and she'll give herself a wedgie, and that makes her more aerodynamic, so she can go faster than the speed of light when she does that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, and then her dad's oh watching this God. like, oh, yes, this is this is brilliant. There's technique and then here. She, she does K acceleration so hard that her um, that her 
bottoms rip out, so she's just pussy out. But that makes her go even faster. And then... Her pussy lips flapping in the wind? All the girls on the other team are like, we've never seen a technique like this before. Yeah. Where did she get this power? (laughs) And she's even faster now. So she she does that, and then... uh, And she's having this... This is in episode nine, by the way. So this way I told you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And then... The battle gets so intense. They're both players are at the ropes, and then that evil player she thinks she finally she thinks she finally has her on the ropes. This uh, synesthesia girl because she can see that the girl's overheating, and then uh, in her last ditch resort, um, uh, the speed the speed player she just starts grabbing her boobs, and she has small boobs because uh, she has small boobs, and she starts grabbing because even though she has small boobs, that's not necessarily a bad thing but she doesn't have as much attack damage with her boobs because they're small mm, obviously but she starts like rubbing her boobs really 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 hard and the other everyone's like what is she doing but then the mean girl because she is thinesthesia she can see she's like oh no her nipples get so hard because she's rubbing them she's like what are you doing her nipples oh no and then so she uses her speed to get in close hooks the other girl's swimsuit with her erect nipple and then judo throws her off uh onto the ground using the nipple full shoulder throw and then wins the game and her father is so proud holy shit i'm telling you this show is insane i Um, like how this universe has they're like we're gonna go so far as to create our own laws of physics yeah i haven't mentioned cerberus yet huh cerberus is this Cerberus is this one girl. Her whole thing, she basically has like an auto attack butt because she she doesn't like Keijo. She's just like the daughter of a former prize. Oh, uh, a legacy. She's a legacy, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't really like it. And all she wants to do is watch Yaoi. She before every game, Yaoi is like boy, uh, boy, boy love anime. (laughs) Because all she wants to do, she just goes on her phone. She just watches her Yaoi erotica. And then people keep interrupting her, and she gets mad. She's like, oh, my God, fine. I'll beat you in Keijo, but I just want to watch my Yaoi. Yeah, I identify with her. She she has this dog spirit that comes out of her butt, like this big wolf dragon that that envelops her butt, and it steers her. And and the wolf has all control over over her butt, and that's how she just destroys people with her butt. Should they ever explain that the origin or is is she the only one i don't think it's literal it's one of those things i think we're watching an enhanced version like i don't think she's literally being possessed by a demon but that's kind of like what her technique looks like oh oh i see Uh uh-huh it's what else could uh... that makes sense as much as it can to me (laughs) yeah yeah then there's the hippa babylon one of the main girls her whole thing is she's the meek one the hip of uh, Babylon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds uh, like a in the English song. dub. Yeah. In the in the in the English dub, it's the fist of booty lawn. Oh mm. wow. Which is a technique she keeps in her arsenal. Mm. Her arsenal. <laughs> her arsenal. Because her, her thing, she's she's the mastermind of her group, mm-hmm. where she gives everyone instructions to get like the battle tactics. But her secret technique is that she is scanning hand, and so. Any butt she touches, she can steal their secret technique. So she, every, all of her teammates, she'll touch their butt so she can be anyone. <gasps> and then that's the, and that's the hip of Babylon. So she can, she can just be any butt. Oh, like once. many tongues, like the Tower of Babylon. Mm-hmm, but wow. she's many butts. Um, this shit is clever. Yeah, and then it's, I, this show is so 
fucking fun. And then and then all this craziness, but it's still a standard. There's training arcs like um like the the protagonist. She I think she was using like a suction. Let me like a suction torpedo hip cannon, which is like a legacy move that no one but the previous prize queen could do. Jesus. And so, but they're like, that move is too dangerous. You can't do that. But she's like, she's just like the Simone Biles of Keijo. <laughs> and then she, she, and then they do like this training exercise where she has to rip out, rip out a turnip from the ground using her butt, but it has to, she has to do it hard enough to get the turnip out, mm. but soft enough that she doesn't rip the turnip. Mm. Mm-hmm. So she has to find that. And I'm telling you, this will be this afternoon. If you ever need an afternoon, snap your fingers just to go away. Yeah. Keijo. Amazing. So you can either watch episode one and then just keep going. There's not going to be a season two, I don't think. <laughs> no. I think it was canceled. And I think um, I think the show's not going to go on anymore. <laughs> Bummer. But the final like four battles of this show are out of this world. So either... Watch the full show, start from the beginning to the end, or just go on to episode nine, Ruler of the Jungle Gym, and that'll give you a real good vibe of what's going on. Okay. Wow. I'm telling you, check out, you should check out KJ. Got it. I will be watching Will do, that. buddy. So will I. Thank you. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> How long is an episode? Oh, like 20 minutes. Oh. Like, I'm telling you, this is an afternoon, and you're going to have the best time of your nice. life. Okay. I have my birthday planned. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going to wait till your birthday. <laughs> no. Watch it now. No, you're right. Hangs hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> but that is my topic. Thank you. And with sports anime, what I like is, um, like, when I started watching Haikyuu, uh, the volleyball anime, mm-hmm. yeah. is what I love about sports animes and why there's the main characters are so enviable is because you're watching a character who has a complete purpose in their life. You know what I mean? Like they're not like they're not listless. They they're not confused. They don't feel um, empty inside. They know like oh no, my whole purpose is this sport, and they're so fulfilled. I'm like I wish I had a purpose. <laughs> My topic is a little bit of a left turn from Keijo, mm-hmm. but... Then I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Fine, I take it back. When I first came on You Should Check Out, I said to Kat, I gave her two topics, and I was like, which one should I do? And she said, you should do the reincarnation story. So today, I'm doing the other one. Because it's Yay! one of my favorite things to talk about. It's like, uh, it's a cryptid. In, in a non-shocking turn of events, it's a cryptid um, from Iowa called the Van Meter Visitor. And it's <laughs> scary. <laughs> not well known. Captain Kirk's from Iowa. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, do they know each other? Do uh, he's from the future, so oh, unless yeah, the visitor right. has a time machine, then... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to get right into it. Um, scary. Uh, so, okay, picture this. Uh, let me set the scene a little bit. It's uh, rural Iowa, 1903. Mm, mm. A guy called uh, U.G. Griffith coming home to his town of, of Van Meter. He's um, he's a local merchant. He's like the biggest businessman in town. And he's coming back from a supply trip. And he as he comes into town, he sees this light kind of hovering over the bank. And he's like, huh? What the heck? What, this is like, a, what is this, like? A robber or something? Are they casing out the joint? Kind of like tries to figure out if it's a 
how many guys are up there, whatever, but he only sees one big shadow. And then the shadow leaps to a nearby roof and then goes off no. into the distance. And he's like, huh? Whatever. I might just, I must just be sleepy. It's probably just someone. Shadows don't yeah. leap. <laughs> it was like, he was like, oh, it's a, it's a robber or whatever. Someone casing out the joint. He was like, let me go, let me go to the bank manager and tell him about this so he knows he's aware he's like keeping an eye on the place so he goes mm. so so griffith goes to the, the bank manager peter dunn and peter goes all right thank you for telling me this the next evening peter is camped out at the bank because he suspects that they're gonna hit they're gonna hit at night okay these these robbers or whatever mm. so he's he's protecting the, the money in the bank and then around 1 a.m he hears this weird noise like somebody being strangled mm. like a mm-hmm kind of a gurgling strangling noise Mm -hmm. and then out of nowhere this massive beam of light just shines through the front window of the bank and he just is like partially blinded he just aims his shotgun and fires and (laughs) breaks the entire window in the process so clearly he was like whatever's on the other side of that window is bad enough for me to shoot at yeah and then the light disappeared he was like okay whack whatever that same night across town this weird light was spotted by the town physician whose name was dr alcott he was awoken in the middle of the night by a bright light shining in through his bedroom window and when he goes outside to investigate and he's like who the who the frick frack is peeping in my window because it's like small town he's like this this is not happening this is too Mm -hmm. too audacious looking in my window with a flashlight he goes outside. He doesn't see a person at all. What he sees is an enormous creature that looks like oh, no. a, a mix between Get out of here, creature. a bat and a man. And it mm-hmm. has oh. these massive leathery wings and these beady Ooh. eyes, a big barrel chest and a, and a kind of a beak, kind of a beakish face. And he's got this um, massive horn on his forehead from which this beam, this blinding beam of light is just streaming out. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <sighs> Oh, and by- get out of here, you creature of otherworldly terror! Well, Sick of you. That 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 what, the way that you said that is not actually too far off from his description, as he was quoted in the newspaper at the time as being like, "Was a creature that I that nothing has ever seen, but you know, the devil himself or some shit like that." I love how dramatic. Oh yeah, I should have I should have got the quotes because they were so funny. It was so dramatic. So I mean, he sees this thing. He immediately just goes, "Uh, shoots it five times." Um, the bullets don't seem to do anything. Mm, so that's not. weird. But anyways, the creature's unfazed. It takes off. And the only thing that it leaves behind is the most disgusting, like, vomitous, rank smell. It smells like rotting meat, which is Ugh. actually, like, a pretty common thing for cryptids. A lot of people who, who have sightings, they say that they smell just like a dead bear carcass, basically. Uh. Um, yeah, pretty rank. Um, so... So at this point, this creature has been sighted by the three most reputable men in town. The local <laughs> businessman, the town physician, and the bank manager. So it's not like they're just like some drunks randomly on the street who are reporting. It's just yeah. three guys who have separately... The first guy didn't think it was anything other than a robber. The second guy was like, okay, there's clearly not a person because I would have shot mm-hmm. them. And the third person was like, no, this is straight up a, a critter. Yeah. So <laughs> they... <laughs> They were like, they were like, yo, this thing is nine feet tall. It has wings. No, this, it, this thing's straight up an amalgam of nightmares. Straight up, yeah, straight up. This thing is jumping between buildings, and for what? And it and smells like shit. <laughs> <They were> like, <laughs> and it's too bright. 
It's way too bright. There's two things I don't like. There's two things I don't like. I don't like stink, and I don't like Eldritch Horror. Mm-hmm. And that right there, stinky Eldritch Horror. The worst. But it was so, it's just so funny to me. I was reading the accounts, and everyone couldn't stop talking. They were like, this thing fucking smells bad, bro. Like, that's what everyone was saying. <laughs> and, and then the camera pans to the left with the monster in, like, a human dis- clothes. <laughs> human clothes is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Just like a trench coat and a fedora, kind of like Barbara Hanna cartoon style, hiding amongst the rest of the people. You you don't know. IBS is not his fault. You yeah. <laughs> choose to have it. Oh my god. Um. So, where was I? So yeah, they they called him the Van Meter Visitor. Which also, I will say, the fact that they call him the Visitor is very nice, considering that like <laughs> monster. <laughs> Like yeah. devil's son, yeah. <laughs> but they, yeah. it's it's so it's so uh, American. Yeah, it's so American hospitality. It's like yeah. get out of here. Thanks for coming. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for visiting our small town. You better get out of here now. What is that <laughs> they, thing that they, they never want? Say? They never tell someone to I, get I, out. I, There's like a f- southern word to g- go back the way you came. Go on, get but it, get. That's what just, it is. Oh, get go on. Uh, it's like they you never want you to be there, but the they're always glad you came. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget. Yeah, to they never want to be like outright rude. Out. Honey, honey, you don't live here. Go back to where you came from and take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to your mama. You better leave here now. Bless your heart. <laughs> well, on that topic. <laughs> It's mm. funny you should mention that because they literally were like, this little creature, I mean, big creature, was literally just like chilling. Like, yeah, he was kind of stoinky and he was like putting his lights in people's houses, but it's, he wasn't really doing anything bad. He was just jumping around on the roofs and like it was parkouring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just benign creature behavior. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was just crittering about and, but the people didn't really like that because he was, he mm. kind of looked like a mix between like a, like um like like a nosferatu and yeah. one of those flying like dinosaurs a, yes pterodactyl? pterodactyl yeah so they were like okay none of this we're gonna no we're we're we don't like this anymore we're over it um mm-hmm. novelty's gone so they follow the the visitor um as he flies back to what they assume was his home base mm. um it was the mouth of an old abandoned coal mine okay wait so Classic. it's like so this confirmed where they followed the flying yes. demon mm-hmm. ah, I, I i figured i would have heard of this <laughs> so they 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 <laughs> i guess i missed that day in history class when when cosmic horror monster confirmed yeah so they a, a bunch of people got together because he was coming like every night for a week <laughs> And at the end of the week, they were like, enough. We've Sorry. had it. Okay. Yeah. You're visiting us? Okay, let's return the favor. They went to let's the visit house, you. old coal mine. They all That's went right. and they brought their guns. And they mm. went and they, they posted up at the mouth of the cave. And to their surprise, when the visitor, like, pulled into the cave, another slightly smaller creature who looked exactly like him came out and was <gasps> chilling with him. And they were oh like, God. kill them both. So they were shooting at them. The bullets didn't really seem to have any effect, but it seemed like that the visitors were like not really. I mean, the visitors were kind of like shy or something. So they just they just kind of flew off into the night. Um, and the townspeople weren't really happy with that as like an ending to the story. So they went home back to Van Meter and they regrouped. They got a bunch of ammo and shit, and then they came back next morning 
and that like they caught the return of those two visitors to the cave they shot them a bunch of times the two visitors were like eh and they weren't really affected and they just went back they kind of retreated into the mine and <laughs> then like, okay the, yeah Thank they were like you. all right goodbye all right now all right goodbye. take it easy <laughs> yeah take it easy um, and then the van, the townspeople did not take it easy. They uh, exploded no. the mouth of the mine to seal <gasps> it. So, ah, yeah. And you know, so there weren't many. There were further sightings, though. There, they weren't for the, the next sighting was until the 1980s, though. When were the original ones? Sorry. So all of these happened in one week in 1903. 1903. Mm-hmm. Got it. And then the rest. Uh, so the rest of the sightings that have been like kind of co- they were kind of collected by this guy named uh, Chad Lewis. He did a book mm-hmm. called The Van Meter Visitor, just kind of recounting all of the he just pulled together all the newspaper clippings and all this kind of stuff. And so he he had like, gone around and spoken to people and collected all these sightings. There was one in 1980, uh, a guy who had just moved to the area. He had never heard about the legend, but he was walking near the coal mine and he saw what he described as a five foot long bat-like creature fly over his head which five feet pretty big for a bat a little sus um very sus then yeah and then the next one uh the next sighting wasn't until the early 2000s another man (gasps) and his family were driving home to van meter where they lived and they spotted a giant bird-like creature dead on the side of the road but when (gasps) they went back (gasps) to investigate the creature was gone (gasps) so hmm, things that make you go hmm and then uh, in 2006, there was a pastor who was waiting for a friend near, not in, but near Van Meter, and he saw something in the sky that he thought was a dragon. So, <laughs> so first thought dragon. So when he went home, he Googled Iowa dragon and came across a picture. Uh, he goes, and then a picture of the Van Meter visitor came up, and he goes, "Oh, that's the dragon I saw." So that was. I bet. Look, look on his laptop. It's name a place, and he's asked if there's yeah. a dragon there. Oh, for sure. Every like, state, everywhere yeah. he goes, just like any overhead dragons. shadow, he's like, <gasps> dragon, dragons here too, guys. Wow, mm. winged beast. <laughs> winged. Winged beast haunts me. I wish we still talked like that. You can, girl. <laughs> so that was the last sighting that I just mentioned of the dragon was in 2006, and mm-hmm. then. The most recent sighting was actually uh, super recent in 2020 <gasps> in, uh, in, in this place called Boone, Iowa, which is near Van Meter. Someone reported seeing a giant bird claiming that when it flapped its huge wings, all I could see was light, dark, light, dark, as if it was eclipsing the sun. So Whoa. big old, big old wings. Big old winged beast. Pretty big. That's what I got from that one. So. Pretty, pretty, pretty big. <laughs> so, you know, some sightings. Mm-hmm. None of, you know, there's, when it comes to evidence for this story, there's none. All of the evidence was eyewitness accounts, like, all the way back yeah. to 1903. Um, a, a lot of the accounts were recorded in journals and newspaper articles from the time, which you can you can easily find if you Google uh, Van Meter Visitor, which is kind of cool that you can see the, like, historical records. Um, and they yeah. wrote about mm-hmm. it very seriously. Like, they were taking it seriously. Uh, there were easily a dozen sightings in that one initial week in 1903. Um, and, and to be fair, like, all the people who were making the reports were fairly reputable people in the community. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as much mm-hmm. as you can say in retrospect of a town in 1903 where you don't know anyone, and I'm just going off this story, so it's like you know they say they're reputable. Yeah. All right, I have to just take it at face value. But yeah, you know, we've all heard of 
stories of mass hysteria and stuff like that. So yeah, you take it all with a grain of <laughs> this salt. This is cool as hell. I love this one Google image is just a Google image of a pterodactyl with a lens flare on its head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Ow. The one that I like the most is like this illustration. Um, and it's kind of like he's doing like this. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the like the very satanic. Yeah, one. he looks like he yes. he looks very Nosferatu. He looks like that's the one. I love it. He's even got yeah. like a little pentacle. <laughs> He's holding a little pentacle. Mm. That's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, other the, there was a um, reportedly one piece of evidence that was recorded by Clarence Dunn, <gasps> who was an eyewitness uh, of the creature's visits back in 1903. He was said to have taken a plaster cast of a three-toed footprint that the that the visitor left behind. But I lost it. Dang it. But, like, I couldn't wow. find any images of it. Um, I haven't read the book that Chad Lewis wrote, so maybe he's got some images. Maybe it's there somewhere. But that's really the only evidence that anyone has. Yeah. That's cool, hmm. though. I still have the name. Yeah. The Van Meter Visitor. And also... I think that's part in- of why I love this story so much. Is, is, is First of all, it's because it's a deep cut. Second of all, it was just some monsters just chilling. They were just yeah. chilling. Yeah. He was and literally scoping. Yeah. yeah. Everything about him is like, it's not like malevolent. It's not terrorizing and tearing up sheep and the dogs and snatching yeah. children and stuff. And has a laser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks like a Pokemon in that photo that you just pulled up. He does. It looks just like a Pokemon. Yeah, I like this story. Thank you, Molly. I was literally prepping myself for a scary story today. Oh, no, no, no. I, I wanted this one to be lighthearted and fun. Amazing. And Thank Southern. you for that. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Good job, Is buddy. Iowa in the south or is it in no, the No, it's just that we were yeah. doing the southern hospitality thing. Mm. Is it not? I thought it was I thought it was right next to Texas. I thought it was Midwest. Is it? I thought it's Midwest. I think it's too. right I think it's one state to Oh the guys, it's like barely south. Is it? Yeah, it's like so close to Canada. <laughs> Iowa? Yeah. There's one know, state Jeff. above it. So it's like Iowa and then a state and then Canada. So ah. it's north. Sorry, I, Iowans. I, I, Iowans. Iowaskas. I, Iowans. Oh, Iowaskas. Is like that. Idaho? Yeah, I think you're thinking of Idaho. Idaho? No, uh, Idaho? No, wait. Oh, Iowa is at the I bottom. Thought... Why is it telling me? No, no. Iowa is where you think it is. Oh, what the fuck is this map? Oh, it's a map of Iowa. Um, Never mind. There's a place in Iowa called Iowa. Yo, fuck this place. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Don't let the Van Meter visitor hear you. You're come right. for a reckoning. Swoop in. My window's open. He could just peek. He's gonna swoop in and just look at you. He's gonna peek. Guys, if all of a sudden, if all of a sudden the light is like this, I'm like. He's very much, he's just the most, like, the most magic thing he does. He just looks in and goes, like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> I hey, imagine, like, guys, that strangling, the, a... the, the, uh, the, the bank teller or the bank manager was like, mm-hmm. it was a weird, otherworldly, strangling noise. And it's just, like, the Van Meter visitor being like, hi. <laughs> hi. He has asthma. Or, or just... <laughs> Yeah, he just has some kind of weird voice. He's like, hi, hi, can I talk to you about something? He's like, what is this? I'm gone. I'm gasping. <laughs> hey, hey why don't you reach you about your car's insurance? <laughs> I'd like to hear you speak Heldraxian, but okay. Talk shit about me. <laughs> when did Going you guys put up, an, put up a general store? I'm going to go just... bang my hot monster wife. She's like me, but a little bit smaller. <laughs> and with eyelashes. Yeah. Like, 
bro, bro. Like, yeah, no. Oh, she has eyelashes, so you know she's a girl visitor. <laughs> yeah. Girl visitor. Good job, visitor. Molly. Good job, buddy. Good job, Molly. Thanks, guys. I just love. Yeah, just no matter to indicate in, indicate gender is just I just give it give put a monster and give it fuck me eyes and then it's the girl. Oh God, or just lipstick, <laughs> lipstick, eyelashes, yeah. and fuck me eyes. That's all it takes to make a woman, guys. Don't. <laughs> and with the, with this mighty three, we invent woman. <laughs> and um, on the third day, God created boobs and butt. And on the fourth day, God created Kajo. Oh my God, I bet you they yell Kajo like that. Do, do they yell? Probably. What do you mean probably? I don't think so. Aw. They take it too seriously. You don't yell the sport that you're playing when you're playing it? You do. Basketball! Out there. <laughs> I don't know what this means, but I was making pasta last night. I was reading the instructions, and then I was for al dente pasta, it was like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was and I was thinking, like, I don't... Yeah. Uh, it was it was fettuccine. And then, uh, and I was, I was thinking like, I don't think I want El Dente, but I don't want to like fully cook. So I think 30 minutes past El Dente. And I was like, 30 minutes past El Dente. I don't know why, but that's me. And I, I can't explain Wait, it at all. Wait, are you saying that you boiled your pasta for 40 minutes? No, no, 30 seconds past El Dente. Oh, okay. And there's something with that phrase. I, like, I, 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 I thought something. Mm. And I was like, and I keep, and since I, it's like, it's such an odd sentence that I've been thinking about it all day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 30 seconds past El Dente. Why do I resonate so much with this thought? And keep in mind, I don't have an end to this story. I'm, it's not like I'm going to have a punchline It just really out. scratches your but, brain in a good way. 30 seconds past because I was like if is is that going to be if I do a stand-up special one day is that what it's going to be called but that's does that's doesn't work for any non-italian comic <laughs> like that's, a, that's an italian comic special no wow. you could just pre- have that be your last joke and just what be like was... I'd have to preface like I'm not italian in brackets was... under like 30 seconds past al dente colon I am not italian <laughs> I am not italian sorry Molly James A. Castor Sebastian yeah, he has a comedy special super called Lasagna. Cold Lasagna Hate Myself 1999. Did you hear about so how lasagna, he named that? And he's not Italian. Yeah. No. Did you hear about how he named that special? Yeah, actually recently no. a TikTok came across my feed with that. It's yeah. a very specific topic, yeah. Yeah. He was just like drunk. I love <laughs> James A. Foster. So do I. He's so weird. Okay, my topic time. You're up. You're up, I'm ma'am. Up. So again, keeping in the spirit of Christmas, I was looking up. Th- actually, this time I was looking up um, interesting, weird uh, New Year's New Year's traditions, and I came across some. There's some like pretty tame ones, like in the Philippines, you have a uh, like a platter of fruit, and they they all have to be round fruit because the round symbolizes the year, and you keep going, all that kind of stuff, right? Yes. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Uh, and then you put like coins on your windowsills to bring in money. You hang grapes over your uh, front door again because it's round and grapes in abundance and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Huh. In in certain places, it's like breaking plates. Not in Greece, a different place. Right. Um, breaking plates. Another one is burning scarecrows. 
Ooh, um, that sounds very over the garden wall. Yeah. So there's a lot of, um, there are a lot of things. And then I came across one, which actually takes place on December 25th. So it is a Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. And it is called Takanaki. Taka, Takanaki. Hold on, hold on. I just need to confirm exactly. It sounds like it sounds like the fried octopus ball is takoyaki. Yeah, it does. My boyfriend was telling me that for Persian New Year, they make like enormous bonfires and just run through them, yeah. and then also put goldfish on the table. Like a live goldfish will be like in the middle of the dinner table or like whatever oh, wow. table. There was a lot of details that were very like symbolic. Why kill the why kill the fish? No, fish is dead. No, fish is although, alive. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I was saying that, but I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you're why would you kill it? You're egg? still thinking about just, your 30 seconds past El Dente. <laughs> I, I was just, but I was just like, why would you kill an animal around a dinner table? I'm like, well. Hold on. I'm just double checking how to pronounce it. Because I had it. It sounds scary. I was practicing. He, he, hearing it without context is so spooky. Oh, Takanaki. That's what it is. Kui. Takanaki. We. Kui. Takanaki. It is a tradition that takes place on December 25th in uh, the province of uh, Cusco in Peru. So basically what happens is in this uh, little town called San Tomas, the entire village gets together and they beat the shit out of each other. Oh, Oh, fuck. I might have heard this before. (laughs) This sounds familiar. Yeah. Is this like a purge type situation? A little, a little, because yeah. basically the point is, is that I'm any grievance, soft for these cultures. <laughs> any grievance they have throughout the year, any disputes or whatever, they like save it, they hold it back. And then on December 25th, they get, they, they have like days of just drinking and singing Whoa. and dancing. Yeah. Drinking and singing and dancing. And then on the 25th, they do that in the morning and then in the afternoon, everyone gathers and then guys, mostly guys. Um, they get into like the little pit and they call each other out by first and last name. Cause like, I have a grievance with you. They call the guy out and then they, they punch each other. They, they beat each other up and then someone wins and then their problems are resolved. Oh my God. The first image I found Justice. is two women. Yeah. Yeah. The first women, the, uh, the first women, the first image is of women <laughs> So, like, it was mostly men who was doing it before, but then now, obviously, because hashtag feminism, women get to do it, too. Also, children get to do it. Uh? It's Uh. so crazy. So, there's... Okay. So, when I looked it up on YouTube, because I was reading the um, Wikipedia article, Vice did a 20-minute, like, documentary video on it, and I feel like that's where I might have seen it the first time. Because I used to like watch Vice all the time, and then I got too sad because <laughs> of too yeah. many things in the world. So then yep. I stopped they, watching they it. Go, they just go so hard with whatever they choose. It's like, it like it, it was a parody of it, but it's like how Vice chooses their, like cho- uh, chooses their their topics. It's just like blindfold, dart, dart, dart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The word Takanaki um, is a quecha, quecha, quecha word for to hit each other. So very on the nose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, annual yeah annual established practice of fighting fellow community members on December twenty fifth in um, Chambi Chambivilas, no Chambil, I can't even read my own writing, Chambivilcas <laughs> province near Cusco Cusco Peru. Festivals consist of dancing and fighting to settle old conflicts. 
So here are some of the customs. So they all dress up. So if you like Jason, you looked it up. You saw what these guys were wearing. Mm, they look cool. They look. These are some cool pictures. Yeah, honestly, these, these ladies look badass. They look like Street Fighter characters. Yeah, they look like Street Fighter characters. They also could look like um, a very festive night in like uh, Church Street. You know, I never. I would never guess that they were going to fuck each other up. Yeah, seeing what they're wearing. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a lot of like leather chaps. Because it, it, it looks like something like their their loving mothers made for them yeah. to get blood on. Yeah, pretty much. So for the dress, Whoa. there's like I found a photo that's so badass. I, I was probably it's, thinking of the same. It's one. literally like these two women facing off. You can literally hear that. This, yeah. this yes. one. Yeah, we got the same. background. Oh, I love yeah, we got the same. That's like yeah. a Renaissance painting. Oh my! I know. God. It looks so cool. I love that. If you photo. go a little bit further, you can actually see them fighting. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. I knew it. I knew homegirl in the beige shirt was gonna bring it home. You could see it in her face. She <sighs> yeah. wanted it more. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So there are like five types of traditional characters that are portrayed when they get to when they dress up. So the first one is uh, Mahero. Mahero. So it's a basic level of uh, dress based on the maheta. So a wool um, horse riding pants, a leather cap. A Harrington-like uh, Peruvian jacket, hollowed and a hollowed-out bull's horn for alcohol. Oh. <laughs> and then they wear a specific Peruvian ski mask called a U. Hold on, U Yachulu. Okay, mm-hmm. um, which is abstract sim- symbols, um, associations, and displays four colors: red, green, yellow, and white, which are the four quadrants of the universe. Hmm. Yeah. Four down. Yeah. Um, so the second type of character is the Huara Watana. Uh, so it's a Maheta dress, but instead of like the first kind of jacket, it's a leather biker jacket, long leather cowboy chaps, and a dead bird or a deer skull on their head. So this one is a little bit of like what they say in the Vice video is that it's the original, but a little bit like Mad Max version. Right. And usually, usually the younger guys are the ones who go for this look because they think it's more intimidating. Because like, and like literally in the video, you see a guy dancing and the dead bird, the dead bird that's sitting on his head, its wings are like flapping like this. <laughs> and then it cuts to like the small, tiny white journalist who's there, Thomas. He has oh. a deer skull on his head, and it's like tied to his tied to his head like this, like underneath with a string, mm-hmm. and he's dancing like this. And he's yeah, he's dancing. He just got there, so already he's like altitude sickness. And they keep giving him um, alcohol, and they're just dancing, and he's just like not not slept. Oh my god! So literally, you just see him kind of like <laughs> deteriorating in the his eyes, soul leaving and- his body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he's dancing with these guys, and he's got the skull on his head. He's like, whose hat do I have? <laughs> it's so good um the next character is something called a negro so it isn't actually um what you think it is it's this it's um the slave master they're whatever uh the slave master during colonial period so it's got knee-high leather boots fancy worsted pants nice shirt and waistcoat a silk embroidered cape either in pink or blue and then this us- this look, I know, it's very campy. This whole thing is so camp. I love this. Um, the look is usually reserved for, like, the richer men. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know. And then there's Cara Kappa or Langosta, which either means lobster or locust. 
Um, so the costume is made to resemble a locust because in the 1940s there was a locust swarm and they destroyed all the crops or whatever. And then the neck and then the men started to dress up as the locust. And then the next year they left. So they're like, ah, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. So sometimes they dress up as the locust and they have a bright colored raincoat and pants meant to mimic the shiny abdomen of the locust. There's uh, the lo- my favorite part about <laughs> and then the um, the last character is the Karagalo. So no specific dress. It actually means naked rooster. So it's a, so you have no costume. You're just there to fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now into the I fighting. I love the name. Yeah, right? <laughs> so now into the fighting. So there's a procession. You kind of go around town. The guys are all drinking heavily, dancing. Um, they're knocking on doors, being like, let's fight. Come on. Come, on, every, come one. Come all. Come fight. Um, <laughs> they have to, like, challenge each other. It's you would think that like a whole thing about fighting is like kind of super aggro in the sense of like their voices get deep and they're like, yo bro. But actually they have to talk in like a high falsetto. So they're challenging each other. Like, Hey man. <gasps> what? Whoa. Why? Why? <laughs> the reason is because it's like family oriented or something. It's just, I, I can't remember. I can't. <laughs> to keep it nice, you have to challenge your uh, whoever to a fight the same way you challenge your grandma to a fight. Remember, it's a keep it in the family. This fighting ritual, this blood sport ritual, is got to be family friendly this year, guys. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. remember, high voices only for the children. Yeah. In the video, you can see them all like talking to each other in high pitched voices, and Thomas, the journalist, is like, it's really weird to see these guys with like skulls on their heads and so blackout drunk. And then they're like, hey, man, come find me. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so good. Um, so, yeah, they start off like that. Um, children and old people and women, they're all following them. They're all like encouraging it. They're all singing to the specific music, which I will get into later. And then the kids also end up dressing up and they usually tend to dress up in the same costumes that their dad chooses, like the same character. Mm -hmm. So the purpose of fighting is to settle conflict with individuals, friends, family members, or uh, settle territorial conflicts throughout the year. So literally all year, you're just like saving, saving stuff. You're you're being passive aggressive throughout the year so you can be normal attack aggressive on Christmas. Exactly, exactly. And then styles of fighting. So it's it's a little martial artsy where obviously it's like kicking, punching and being quick. Um, so, yeah, they call each other out by their first and last name. The men must wrap their hands in cloth and there's no biting, no hitting people who are on the ground. And then there's no pull and pulling hair is not allowed. So they're all rules. It's not just like a free for all, like mm-hmm. no knives or whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. then um, you you guys are probably like, hey. Where are the police? There aren't really any police. Hey, who's regulating these fights? Amateur officials (laughs) regulate the fights. There are these guys. Pay-per-view. Yeah. (laughs) There are these guys who stand around with whips in their hands. (gasps) Police. (laughs) Yeah, police. The crackers. Yeah. They stand around with whips in their hands to control, like, make sure that they're fair fights and no one is doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Also for crowd control. So when the crowd no. gets too like whipped up, yeah. When the crowd gets too that, whipped was up, was that another start... pun intended? Well, like, oh. <laughs> when they're not whipped up, when they're not whipped up enough. Yeah, when the crowd gets too whipped up, they whip them 
down. Yeah, so though that's the kind of only sort of semblance of regulation and authority or whatever. And those officials get to decide who wins and who loses. And then if you lose, you can also um, appeal your loss and then like challenge them to a fight again or challenge them to the fight the next day, which is a bigger fight, which I will get into. <laughs> Any questions so far? Nope. I'm pretty <laughs> Did you say on there was board. Music? Uh, you're gonna yes. talk about that later. Okay. Yes, literally the next one. So music. It's called Waila. So it originated in 1960, um, which is the during like the Taki Unki, which is like an ideological resistance movement. So against like the Spanish um, Spanish invasion. Mm-hmm. And even like this area that we're talking about now, they're so kind of like secluded. They avoided like the Incan um, invasion when that first originally happened, like those indigenous people. They avoided mm-hmm. the Incan um invasion and then they oppose the spanish invasion so they're very much like on like the other side of the andes they're kind of secluded and quiet and left to themselves and that's why they can like self-regulate these kind of fights right (laughs) um yeah so the music that they're playing the lyrics are usually about um center around um the repeal of authority they're always like anti-authority like 80s punk music in England mm. is literally what they're playing nonstop. Um, so they're um, repeal of authority, confrontation and freedom. And it's played on a loop. So when they're parading around the town, it's the only like music that's being played. It's like the same song over and over again. And uh, indigenous people believe that when you're dancing the Waila, it transforms you into a different person. So you're dancing, you're hyping yourself up before the fight and then you go into the fight like kind of like a different person, like a f- your regular and then your fighter person. Is it so? Is it a different version of you, or is it the character that you dressed up as? Yeah, you're kind of like you are embodying the character that you dress up as, ah. and then embodying like the anti, the like, the kind of um, anti sort of thing that the music whips up in you. Anti disestablishmentarianism. Yes, exactly. Um, under alcohol. I just wrote drinking a lot all the time forever because mm. that's all they're doing. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And so location. So it's in the Peruvian Andes in a province of uh, Chumbi Vil- Vilcas, which has a population of 300 and 3000 people gather around to watch the match. And like the, this sort of match happens around in like different parts so kind of like in different villages and stuff mm-hmm. around but this is like i think where it started um so the main fight happens in san tomas on december 25th and um the next day boxing day <laughs> 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 a bigger fight happens for unresolved fights <laughs> that's so serious yeah a boxing day <laughs> a bigger fight <laughs> And this one, weapons are allowed. <laughs> a bigger fight happens in a town in a, a town called Lilique, Lilique, Lilique in Cusco, and the best fighters from multiple indigenous villages congregate to release pent up energy between strongest men, women, and children. <laughs> and they rotate, so it's like uh, it's like men versus the children, women versus. The men. Um. So it happens on December twenty fifth, and. 
someone said i think it's the guy who's in the video i can't remember i didn't write down his name but he said there's a social meaning to it precisely that of settling conflicts and also a form of social catharsis Mm -hmm. so lots of people can look at it and be like uh heathens but the thing with the fight is that they start off with a hug they have to hug each other or shake their hands and then they fight Mm -hmm. and then after it ends with a hug as well unless the other person's passed out unless the other person's like on the ground yeah but it usually ends in a that's what freaks you can pat them on the head me out is um uh like getting like i've recently got like a big fear of getting knocked unconscious or like getting concussions like stuff like that because like that's how you that's how um you know how like houdini died from like a punch to the stomach yeah well like getting like that's what killed like getting knocked unconscious getting punched out that's what killed Bruce Lee. That's mm. what killed Jack Nance. That's you. That's how you die from it. Because movies yeah. will tell you, like, you get punched, you get knocked out, you get back up, and you're like, oh, I guess you got the best of me. Then you go on through your day. If you get knocked out, go to the hospital immediately. Yeah. Because yeah, bro. a couple of days later, you'll just drop dead. Literally, yeah. in, in, like, Batman and Spider-Man movies, they're always like, oh, yeah. the hero, Batman, Spider-Man. They don't kill people. They never kill people. But they knock them the fuck out. And that's basically mm-hmm. like and, a slower version. Unless, like, if every single time, like, the movie would be like ten hours long if after every time it cuts to Batman putting them in like the recovery position, <laughs> where it's like they're on their calling nine one calling life alert. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he puts the yeah, like, bat life alert. That's his new gadget. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then he, then he then he waits forty minutes for the paramedics to get to the roof of the skyscraper. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I uh, hit him pretty hard, so oh I think God. you guys got about f- two hours before he's out. Yeah. Yeah, these guys are, like, hugging each other, and they're all bloodied and, like, busted lips and stuff, and they're like, oh, nice, nice, nice fight. Thank you. That's resolved now. I feel better. Can, can you, like, the next year go, like, I shall call out you to a fight? <laughs> Why? Because you beat me last year. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Or you, huh. Or if you're up for it, you can settle it the next day. Again, on, like, the Boxing Day fight. Because, like, that's, you know that's also if you don't want to wait a year. Yeah. Another another um, potential benefit to this, mm. I think, would be, like, if you're a kid and you're walking around and you're seeing this and you're going, okay, if I don't resolve a conflict with someone, they can straight up come beat me unconscious once a year. That will teach you very quickly about consequences. <laughs> Yeah. Which is a valuable lesson, in my opinion. Exactly. <laughs> or, but also the reverse is like, oh, someone did something I don't like. I can beat them unconscious and feel good about it. Oh, that was another question I had. What is the ground? Does the other person have to accept the fight? The Yeah. Like, yeah, I think so. I think the way that they're making it seem is that if you get called out, then you have to fight. Um, I think also, I, I didn't see many people like uncon- unconscious. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that they stop you if you're getting too much because also, or yeah, like you're not holding your punches. It's not that or pulling your punches. It's like, I think the amateur officials are watching to just make sure that it's still fairly a fair fight in the sense of, cause I, I think they call it based on how many punches you already get in. So if you just did like one and the guy's already gone, then I mean, you kind of won and there's no stopping it but if you just keep going and someone is already like <laughs> woozy <laughs> woozy I, I hear no bell yeah there is no bell yeah oh, 
<laughs> I need to go to It's just the crack of a whip. Um, I think that they stop it. The way that it seemed in the video is that they don't le- they don't let a lot of shit slide. They just like come okay. up with their whip. And it's so funny. They have like little puffer jackets on. Like it's it's so fun. <laughs> like like I, rodeo clown? Yeah, you really have to watch this video. It's so it's just great. And like okay. <laughs> One of my favorite parts in this video is that Thomas, after his whole day of like parading, he went to go buy the outfit. So he bought like kind of leather chaps and like big fucking campy boots and a big white like leather jacket. He's trying to go to sleep. But then the kid across the street from the hotel that he's staying at, his parents own a fireworks store. (gasps) So then he challenges Thomas to a firework off and the kid is throwing like crackers into his balcony and Thomas just has to throw <laughs> has to throw shit back. <laughs> and like the oh next morning, he's like, I didn't sleep because I was having a firework off with this kid. And then he's trying to like piece himself together to put the whole outfit together. And then geez, the Peruvian kids just bust through the door and they're like, do you got games? <laughs> <laughs> and he literally like looks to the camera and is like, oh, these Peruvian kids, man. There's a so there's a guy in the video who's an author and I can't remember like what else he does but he seems to know a lot about it. I think he's from there or something. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about like it may seem barbaric or something but like think about how much <laughs> how much kind of like um self-resolving or justice gets played out here instead of you sitting in a courtroom or something mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't get the justice. So like it's a it's a bit much. I understand. But also, I kind of like it because sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you uh, you talk too much, you know, and, and you, you just know, need to hit it's someone. Like, <laughs> look, if you're in, he, here's a potential situation that I see, mm. you're in a conflict with someone. This is not the type of conflict that gets resolved with fists. Mm. Imagine it's something unrelated to brute strength. Even if you do not win that fight. Mm-hmm. you still got the opportunity to throw a punch at that motherfucker. You exactly. Hmm. It, that's cathartic in itself. Exactly. There's and it's just like people, people lose. There's not that what, many what if, people that have made me want to do physical violence in my life, but the very few people that I thought, ooh, that motherfucker, yeah. it would be very cathartic just to have the opportunity to throw a punch and that's not what be I, yeah. threatened with the consequences of, say, assault charges, for example. Yeah. That's what I mean is that like it seems I think it you obviously can't it can't happen in like Mississauga it can't happen in a big society. <laughs> yeah. But you definitely in a small little town that it's I think it's good to release pent up energy and I think a society that kind of values that instead of being like no 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 like keep everything in um mind your business or just keep mm-hmm, everything yeah. Don't I think don't talk about fight it. Don't. More. Yeah, I agree. Why not? Why not physically many, or like you can, verbally? You two can make it happen. And well, well, not really because just start fighting. The thing is, like, I could literally get charged with assault. Here, that's what I mean. Is that you sometimes know? people just need a good like knock Out. on their head? Yeah. yeah, a good punch in the face to humble them a little. Yeah, like, and like we should be able to check. do that. Yeah, we should be able to do that without the possibility of them turning around and serving as papers. Yeah. That's what I like. Jason, what were you going to say? You were going to say something earlier. Well, well, like, I don't know. I I think for a lot of dudes that if we do live in that world, Mm. I don't like it. (laughs) It's just really like coming from Orangeville. Yeah. That is, that is the world. Like, or just any small town or just, or just guys in general. Like this isn't like a hypothetical, like, no, like 
they'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah. See, the thing <laughs> um, is, is that I but, like I know I understand that as well, because also when someone's when someone just starts to throw hands at like a party and kind of ruins things, it's like I don't like that. I mm. like that this is a control as much as it can be controlled by like guys in puffer jackets and whips <laughs> and everyone is so drunk. I like that. It's a I bet they all just look like Marty McFly. They it's such so such big jackets and leather chaps. It's amazing. I like that this is um a little controlled and it's accepted in the way of like, okay, everyone, now's your time to to get your energy out. And it's a little purgy because a society is like, okay, now's the time that we get to punch each other out for shit that we've been like holding in. But I just think, but what if you lose? Because what if you're in the right with your with your with your uh, trial by combat that you started? Like you're, like, let's say this guy fucked you over mm-hmm, this year. Mm-hmm. Like he's objectively, let's say he gypped you. Like he did not pay you. Like you, he, he said, if you help me uh, work on my house, I will pay you a day's work. And they just didn't do it. Yeah. So then you're like, what the fuck? So you call him out, and then he beats your ass, and then everyone cheers him on, and then he still doesn't pay you, yeah. and now you're in pain. Yeah. Well, are there solidarity. alternatives to situations like that? Like, it's not like there's no other justice system in this count, in this province, right? Like, this this is not the only justice system, is it? Honestly, I don't really know, because they, they said that there's not really a police, there's not really a government presence, there's not a military presence, like, there's not really any of those things. Yeah, because some some things do not get proven, like do not get resolved by brute strength. Yes, they don't. Yeah, but yeah, but like that they, can't, was... they can't take these cases to Judge Judy. Yeah. No, I think I think one but, of the points. I think one of the one of the points is that they're not like obviously talking is allowed and they should be talking. I just think that if they're, <laughs> I think it's more about like airing out their frustrations. <laughs> Yeah, it's more about catharsis than actual. Yeah, I see. Which is yeah, which is literally I think the point that they keep making. Yeah, like okay, okay. So to me, that would mean that there's a certain caliber of conflict Mm. that you bring to this. It's not maybe uh, things like uh, you bought this livestock from me and only paid me half. Mm -hmm. It's like you were kind of a dick to me. Mm -hmm. And more of the abstract Mm -hmm. stuff, like less empirically measurable yeah. stuff yes yeah yeah because i think they would solve that sooner rather than just wait the entire year especially if it happened on like january 1st you're like oh oh my I gotta god wait till december <laughs> but um another thing and then an- one other quote that i wrote down was by the same guy who's the author he's talking about the waila music um he's like that's what waila is meant to express these um express these like emotions and that we're here too like anti emotions so not not just not just like giving into spanish invasions or whatever and mm-hmm. that we live and make ourselves felt hmm. which is a weird hmm. sentence but i like it but anyways 30 seconds past al dente <laughs> 30 seconds past al dente that is my topic definitely check out the vice youtube video it's on youtube it's like the second video i think that comes up it's really interesting to watch and it's really interesting to think to think about how maybe sometimes uh a punch in the face is a good thing yeah Mm -hmm. good job buddy thanks thank you thank you that's it yeah i I think that's it that's our last episode of 2021 Last episode of 2021. What was our first episode of 2021? Other than the Friends cast. I don't even know, dude. It's been... It's been quite the year. It's been... 
<laughs> it's been. That was very was good. Que- Tell me you're Canadian Queen of daytime. without telling me you're Canadian. <laughs> Queen of daytime and then Jerry O'Connell. Oh, I mean, wow. J- Jerry O'Connell and cannibalism fetish. Oh, wow. What a way to start the year off. I do not remember mm-hmm. the second half of that one. Oh, no, wait. No, I definitely do the German guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ate the Mm pee-pee. Oh, yeah. That was me. That was a weird... That played out weirdly in the justice system. It really did. Yeah. I think about that Um, a lot, actually. Yeah. Interesting case. Uh, Consensual murder? Hard to judge. Yeah, really. (laughs) It's hard to judge consensual murder. (laughs) But, yeah, so that's um, the final episode of 2021. Um, I guess we should do some plugs. So, uh, we just recently recorded. Well, um, I I just recorded with Cat and Molly their podcast Vomcom. They have another episode coming out called Yay! The Holiday. Yay! So make sure to follow uh, Vomcom at. Is it just at Vomcom on Instagram? At Vomcom Podcast. At Vomcom Podcast. That's V O M C O M Podcast. Yep. I gap for a second i was like i know that is. <laughs> uh make sure to you're follow, still uh, thinking about 30 seconds past all day it's something i it's like i i can't get out of my head and like i have to use that in something yeah 30 seconds past el dente i think i just have been saying it so much it's no it's just become like a it's more of a mantra mm-hmm. or you or, need it on like uh, a normcore graphic tee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or just or just like a uh, uh, carved in wood, like a, like a live laugh love. <laughs> yeah, just thirty seconds past all That's what I was gonna say. Kitchen. Something to something yeah. to hang on your wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to follow the podcast at YSEO. Please uh, tell your friends about this podcast. Uh, rate us five stars. Leave a review. That's very very helpful. Be we'd very much appreciate it. Catherine, where can they follow you? They can follow me at it's Catherine Ram on any social media. Molly, what Perfect. about you? You guys can find me at Molly.mca on Instagram or Molly the Witch on TikTok. Amazing. And you can follow me at Brotohool. That's B-R-U-D-D-A-H-O-U-L-E. Brotohool. Yay. And I believe that's it for 2021. Yeah. Katia, I love you. I love you. I want to say thank you guys for making this year as creative as it could be for me. Um, I'm glad that our last, my last episode for both podcasts is with both of you. Yay. Because I Mm. love you guys and I love this thing that we do. And, um, that's it. Adios, 2021. Fuck you. Yeah. Take it easy. Take it easy. Beep, beep. (laughs) Perfect.